You're listening to the official podcast of Oasis Community Church, where everybody's welcome, nobody's perfect, and anything's possible. If you'd like to learn more about Oasis, request prayer, or get in touch with a pastor, visit our website at oasischurch.org. Enjoy the podcast. Well, good morning, church. Uh, If we haven't met before, my name is Alex. Uh, And if you have been with us the past few weeks, or if you remember from a few years ago when we did this series, usually this is the part where the song that we are going to be referencing throughout the sermon is being sung. Don't worry, we're still going to do that, and you don't have to listen to me sing, so that's a good thing. Um, So we are going to have that in a little bit, and uh, it's going to be awesome. I'm really excited for it. Um, The song for today is Kyrie by Mr. Mr. And just out of curiosity, when I just say the title, how many of you know the song that I'm talking about? Okay, awesome. That's honestly what I expected. Many people don't know this song. Um, It is a song from the 80s. It is a anthem, and I personally love anthems. And so anytime I can drive down a road and blast a song, that is a good moment for me. And this is one of those that you will be able to do that with. Um, A little background of the song and the history of the phrase Kyrie. Uh, If you grew up in the Catholic tradition or in the Eastern Orthodox tradition, the the word Kyrie uh, partnered with the word eleison might sound familiar to you. There is a prayer that uh, is often given throughout, and it's a communal prayer that uh, translates to Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, followed by Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy. Christ have mercy, and then one more time, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Uh, As I was kind of researching it, they can find evidence of that prayer in our church's history uh, all the way back to at least 800 AD. So this phrase has been with us for a long time, which is really exciting. You can also find references of it in some of Bach's work and in Mozart's work. And if you are a Disney fan like me, it is also in The Hunchback of Notre Dame. You just got to listen really closely, but it's there as well. So it's really awesome uh, to have all that. A little bit of history about the song itself. Uh, It was written by John Lang, and the the rumor is that he was mugged and then wrote this song in reference to being mugged. That is not true, at least according to him. Um, He wrote it about three years after that experience, um, and then Richard Page is the one who then Uh, sang it for the band, and he loves it, and he actually looks at it as a prayer, which is wonderful, and you'll kind of get to see that in a minute. Um, He is quoted saying, uh, when he reads this, or when he sings this song, uh, it's a moment for him of reminding himself to be still and realize that what I'm doing uh, is small in compared to what's going on in the universe, and so it's reminding himself of that journey that he is going to be on. Uh, For me personally, this song is one that I cannot remember the exact moment I heard it for the first time, which in talking with a few people, that's also a similar thing that we all share. You may not remember the first time you heard the song, but when you do hear it, it's just going to stay in your brain for a while. So again, you're welcome to that. Um, My dad and I would drive to high school early uh, for practice, and this was a song I do remember coming on the radio quite often. So that is the memories that I have there, and then I lost it for a while. Found it again in college, lost it again for a little bit, and then in the past five years, it's become just a constant thing that I will listen to every few months uh, because it is just a wonderful song to listen to, and the lyrics behind it are wonderful. And so I want to pull up the lyrics real quick 
This is the chorus of the song, so it goes, Kyrie eleison down the road that I must travel. Kyrie eleison through the darkness of the night. Kyrie eleison where I'm going, will you follow? Kyrie eleison on a highway in the night. So again, when we look at it with Lord have mercy, now it's Lord have mercy down the road that I must travel. Lord have mercy through the darkness of the night. Lord have mercy where I'm going, will you follow? Lord have mercy on a highway in the night. This phrase, once again, just one more little bit of history so you have it. Uh, Kyrie, the first time we can see that in the Bible is in Philippians 2. So again, we have been saying this phrase for a long time. And it's really fun that this was an 80s song. And when you go and read interviews with the band, they're like, yeah, nobody knew what we were singing. They just all were yelling it and chanting with us and having a great time. But no one knew that this was a prayer that's been in the church for a very, very long time. Um, the, a fun part that I actually learned from uh, Robbie this morning is that the case of Kyrie, when we're using that, is actually the personal case of that. So when we're saying it, we're talking to the Lord um, in the personal response or request in that sense, which is fun once again. And when we're looking at this in a first meaning, I became a parent about two years ago. And full disclosure, I probably said some form of these prayers at some point in the past two years as I was learning what it meant to be a dad and (laughs) what it meant to take care of my son in that way. And I know that there are other new parents in in our community as well, so this could be something that's going to come up from time to time. Uh, I know students are back, and we're so excited that you guys are back here. Um, I hate to be that person, but probably the first paper is not too far away, or midterms or finals. These are going to be great prayers that you can say in those moments. Um, And then the obvious one that goes with these lyrics is the travels. You know, I'm traveling in a couple days, and if you are like me, we all say some form of, you know, Lord, help me get from point A to point B. You know, we have prayers of, you know, where may the road rise up to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. We are steeped in an understanding throughout our church's history, and even just as a culture in all, where we sometimes can be worried whether we realize it or not where we're going on the journey, and we're asking the Lord for mercy that we would get there where we're going. Even if we don't know, even if it's darkness or it's the night, or we are in the middle of the light and we can see clearly where we're going, we still ask for mercies to get from point A to point B. So my question to you is, what does Lord have mercy look like on the road that I must travel for you? In your moment right now, what does that look like? Is it one of those three different options that I just said? Is there something else kind of going on that you are asking the Lord for mercy in this moment? I think it could be important that we see the definition of mercy when we're looking at this. Uh, Merriam-Webster will say that mercy uh, is defined as compassion shown especially to an offender or one subject to one's power, lenient or compassionate treatment, a blessing that is an act of divine favor or compassion, Uh, And then the final definition is works of mercy among the poor, which I remember being taught not to use the word in the definition of the word, so maybe we should talk to Miriam Webster about that. But nonetheless, we are shown mercy in ways that maybe we do not deserve. And when we look at the text that Justin just read for us, this is a clear story of that. You know, if you will, for the next few minutes let's pretend that we're on that journey with those four men. And that those four men, before they even stepped onto the road to Jericho, they did ask for traveling mercies. So the first man walks, 
on the road from, Jer- from Jerusalem to Jericho, asks for mercy, is beaten, left on the side of the road. The priest, before he gets on the road, asks for mercy. The Levite, the Samaritan, both do the same as well. All four of them did receive mercy. Three walked away without harm. One didn't. But that one did receive mercy from another. Why do we think that he was different than the other two that walked by? I think the reason that he showed mercy, and by he, the Samaritan, showed mercy, was because he understood that the mercy we receive from the Lord on our journey is not just for us, but for those we meet along the road. So the question I asked you a few minutes ago, what does the Lord, what does Lord have mercy look like on the road that I must travel? There's one more line that I think is important. You know, it's what does Lord have mercy look like on the road that I must travel with others? What does it look like to show mercy to those that we see as we are receiving mercy? In the scripture that Kristen sang for us um, of Psalm 23 this morning, the last verse says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Uh, An old professor of mine and a friend of the church, Chris Green, has a wonderful reading um, and sermon on that psalm, and I would definitely say go find that because it's just absolutely brilliant. But what he, I love what he says about that verse specifically. Uh, he, sa- he talks about how when the Bible says something will follow you, it's talking about the effect that your life has. So it's not just that surely goodness and mercy that I receive from the Lord will follow me as I walk this way. But it's that as I receive goodness and mercy, it's following me as I'm walking on the road that I must travel. So now going back to the Good Samaritan for a minute, the Good Samaritan understood what it meant for something to follow him. You know, he understood that the mercy and goodness that he's receiving from the Lord on the journey and every single day is not just for him, but he is going to get to show that mercy to somebody, and he's going to have that opportunity. Four men received mercy. One was injured. Two made it to where they were going. One let goodness and mercy follow him. The mercy that we receive from the Lord, it's to be sown back. It's not just for us to hold on to. You know, in our families, in our work, in our classrooms, with our children, with our spouses. Mercy is to be given back. It's not just to be held on to. And that's done by sitting with, learning from, and following our good shepherd. So that we can become shepherds. Whether it's in the night or in the light. Whether we know where we're going or we don't. We know that our shepherd is with us as we are going. And so then we can have the confidence to maybe pause for one moment. Be still. Show mercy to someone. Take a little bit of a detour. See what happens. The other thing that I think it's important to note is the fact that mercy doesn't mean that suffering is not going to be part of the journey that we receive. The man who was beaten and left on the side of the road, he did, rec- he did still receive mercy, but the path 
was a little bit different than he thought. I love that Carol referenced uh, Lamentations 3 um, and that beautiful moment of in the midst of crying out and in the midst of talking about our suffering, then there's this passage of praising God and saying your steadfast love never ceases. They never come to an end. And I think it's an important thing to know that the greatest act of mercy that we receive comes from an act of suffering. The mercy that we receive from the Lord, that we get to go and be with the Lord for eternity, comes because of the sacrifice that Jesus did. So almost suffering will be on the road, but that should not stop us. That should almost give us that opportunity to get to show mercy as we're on the road that we must travel. One of my favorite writers uh, is Brennan Manning. And Brennan uh, writes, We can only receive mercy if we are prepared to accept the company that mercy places us in. It is no good wanting to be shown mercy and then receiving the right, or I'm sorry, (laughs) it is no good wanting to be shown mercy and then reserving the right to look on disapprovingly at all the other fellows. Mercy gives us a new lens. Mercy gives us a new understanding of everyone that we see on the road, that we would get to see them as Jesus sees them. That to the lesson of the parable originally, we would know who our neighbor is and we would know how to take care of that neighbor, even if it means pausing in the moment. So as we get ready to listen to this wonderful song, maybe there's a stirring within you, maybe there's not, of what this might tangibly look like the rest of your day today or even the next week or the next month. Uh, We want to leave you all with a reminder. Um, We have a bookmark for you um, that says Kiri on it, um, just as a reminder throughout your week that you would, or Kiri, sorry, I say Kiri. I got to remember the correct correct translation, um, pronunciation, but that you would remember this prayer and remember to look for opportunities to sow and give mercy back. So other than having this, what are other ways that maybe work for you in your day-to-day life? I know I work from home, so my day-to-day life looks drastically different than many others. So is it writing Kyrie eleison on a post-it note and having it right like on the mirror as you're getting ready? Is it having it out on the computer? Is it having the bookmark right there so that you can see it? Is it listening to the song? Personally, I would say put that in your playlist, have it ready to go, because it's awesome. Um, is it looking at your calendar the night before or the morning of and asking the Lord who or where throughout your day is, is going to be an opportunity to show mercy to somebody while you're traveling that road of that day? May, Lord, may the Lord's mercy be with you and may you see the road differently today than maybe you have seen it the past few weeks. Thank you. We hope you were blessed by today's podcast. If you liked what you heard and want to support us, you can do so by subscribing wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can leave us a review on iTunes, and if you want to contribute to Oasis financially, you can go to oasischurch.org. May the Lord bless you and keep you. 
and may God's face shine upon you and give you peace. Amen.